what kind of impact has Legends had just on you as a person? Legends has been very impactful in a few different ways. First, seeing the members. You mentioned Bridget, Mm -hmm. seeing her going from Founders Club member to a member coach. You just see this progression of people's lives that you don't normally see as a coworker, as a friend even. As a head coach, you really get that opportunity to really inspire. Hello, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Legends Boxing Podcast. I'm really happy to have another guest in studio today. This is a actually a dear friend of mine. We've known each other for a few years now. His name is Chris Udall. Um, you were the former head coach of Orem and Sandy, right? That is correct. That's correct. How long ago was it that you certified with Orem? So I did head coach's training with you in April of 2020. Yeah, right before, like just right, right after. after it was. Well, it was kind of during, right? It was. It was. They had just let the two week lockdown be released, and then, uh, yeah, I walked in and did my one trial class with Kylan and said, "I have a degree in exercise science, kinesiology. I need a job. It's COVID," and I got in with Orm. That's right. Now that we're talking about this, I'm kind of remembering that there was a, they had another head coach that was lined up and we won't mention who, um, but kind of didn't work out. And then like the heavens opened up and Chris walks in the door of Lehigh (laughs) and wasn't it like David was there? No, David and Colton came into the class a little while after with me, but you or I, I met Kylan that day and I remember I was wearing some some cra- crappy cl- gloves that uh you know you find at the DI for a couple bucks don't punt, you know don't box in those but i was boxing in those and kylan rips those off and goes here's real gloves and i fell in love with it after that first class and i i looked at the you know the membership and i was just like i i, I don't know if i want to pay for this i want to do this i want to do this full time i need a job it's covid let's do it and so yeah i ended up um Reaching, who reached out to me first? The account manager of Lehigh at the time reached out to me. And I said, actually, I'm looking for a head coach position or a coaching position. I'd, I'd love to be trained. I'd love to actually do this. And then a day later, I have a phone call with uh, David and Jake Mon, owners mm-hmm. at the time of Legends Boxing Arm. And uh, after the end of the phone call, I get offered a position. <laughs> and I started a week later with you and a week after that, I opened the gym. Yeah, I remember um, we were doing online training videos while you were in Arizona. Yep. And it was like, I'm I'm sitting at my computer waiting for you to submit the next one so that I can approve it or and look it over and talk about it just so we could get all of the training done before you come back so we could start the in-house training. It was, it was, yeah, that was kind of, but like, I seem to remember you know, I mean, you're an athletic guy. It wasn't like this wasn't unfamiliar territory to you. You did it very, very quickly. Yeah. Um, you picked it up very quickly. Hockey, right, is your yep. background. You yep. played hockey for BYU, didn't you? I did. Yeah. So I've played hockey for now 20, 21 years. Wow. So. And he's the, not even that old, guys. <laughs> I mean, he's almost, almost 30. 30. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's it's just uh, the athleticism was a was an easy pickup. 
But as I found being a head coach coming from my own background of hockey, as well as seeing other people, I had a, at Legends Boxing Warm, I had a BYU football player that played for four years, one of uh, great defensive players. And we all come into this sport thinking, oh, we're athletic. We can do this. And you are, it's just, it, it's a wrong. You're all, you're just, it's, it's a learning curve. Boxing is, is different. The footwork's different. Everything about it's different. So it was, it was a good challenge for me because I, I showed you that athleticism on the, on the computer and you were like, great, I can do something with that. I come in for the in-person training and that's where I got my butt kicked and it was great. So, well, don't, don't feel alone. Cause I, I've kicked just about <laughs> everybody's, everybody's butt when it comes to the head coaches training. I mean, it's a, it's an important responsibility, as you know, taking on, um, you know, the amount of members that the head coach takes on and, and yeah. them relying on their, you know, information and what they're, they're giving them, you know, what kind of experience is happening. It, it's a, a large responsibility. So I took a lot of pride, um, in coaching those coaches. Yeah. Um, but I do remember it was just a fun experience, but I remember you started like very shortly after, like the gym was supposed to be opening up like two weeks later or something like that. The day. Oh, we, the day. We of? finished, we finished because we had to go through a weekend. Um, I started on a Wednesday. We went through sort of the weekend. Saturday was a big day. I had Monday, Tuesday with you, Wednesday to finish everything down in Orem of helping getting set up. Thursday was our first, um, Wednesday night. I had a family class that I had all the owners and their families and wives and spouses and whatever come. And we did a workout. And the now head coach, Eric Acosta, was also there. Um, so it was like 10 of you guys. And I did one workout on a Wednesday night with you guys. That was my trial run as a head coach after one week straight with you. And then literally the next day was my first uh, Founders Club class i don't remember any of this i don't think oh. i was there for that workout maybe not wednesday you weren't yeah. there for the i was there you for were the, there for the, the trials the family I, I remember the founders club founders classes club. yeah those i was there for to help out and those were a lot of fun like i actually really enjoyed doing those a lot that yeah. was that was a lot of fun to do those founders club classes um like bridget to this day she was she was one of those people in that sure. founders club class uh shout out to bridget if you're listening she's former head coach at bountiful yep. um she just had a baby congratulations um so like she was in that founders club class sure. i remember that along with quite a few people who are still in orem there are um but like those classes were just a lot of fun because of the energy and the excitement and everybody walking into their founder club classes nervous and they're really excited at the same time. And so, yeah, those were a lot of fun. So thanks for reminding me of this. Yeah, it was fun. It was a good experience. What I remember is my very next head coach's training. Um, which wasn't very long after yours and you had opened, you'd been open for a little while, but it was a few, like a couple months and then you got COVID. <laughs> yes, that I do totally remember. Yep. He gets COVID. Yep. And luckily, Mo, I was training Mo yep. and I was training another guy. Um, and luckily we were scheduled to go to Orem anyways. Really? And yeah, to like do observations of the class. Like that was a part of the schedule because Orem had just been opened. And so like a like part of my head coach's training took 
you to other locations. And it used to be like Riverton um, or we'd go to Sandy. And since Orem was open and it was so close, we're like, yeah, we're going to meet at Orem. And so we were going to go to Orem that morning. And like literally we had just gotten a text or something from David that you had gotten COVID. We need somebody to cover. And we're like, well, luckily we're here. So Mo and I literally like coached the entire week. Yeah. It was like that. I remember that was back when like you had to be quarantined for like 15 days. I think it was. And then like even after that, you couldn't come back unless you were symptom free. And like you had a test that showed you were cleared for COVID. Like, yeah. Wow, it was it was kind of crazy. Like, but that was yeah, that was a fun week of of like conveniently being able to cover for you at that point. Yeah. Was it rough? Let's talk a little bit about COVID. I mean, sure. it's been long enough. Was it, how was that for you? Was it a horrible sickness? No, I mean it wasn't for me, I didn't have it as bad. The funnier thing is how it got spread in um to my parents. So huh. I end up giving it to my parents. So after I texted you, and this all happens right around my birthday. <laughs> so so I, I'm in the gym. I'm assuming I got it. That, that's all I did. Every day I was there. So I had to have gotten it from the gym or at least around the gym, walking in and out of the gym, you know, whatever. I end up seeing my parents later on a Friday night. And uh, Saturday was the first day. And I think my birthday was on a Sunday. And from then on, for me, it wasn't that bad. Um, for my mom, it was a little worse. But for for me, I just lost the sense of smell and the sense, of, you know, taste and whatever. And and then uh, two, I was super tired all the time. There's no way I would have been able to coach. But uh, I, I do remember you guys stepping in and helping out. And I remember Eric stepped up a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, he was just a member coach at the time. It was just me and him, mm-hmm. head coach and member coach. And that was it. And he stepped up and was super, super helpful. Um, but yeah, it was just, that was a, that was a crazy time now thinking about it. Yeah, it was two weeks totally out, finally got everything and came back at the end of July. Did you have COVID more than once? Mm-mm. That was the one time. Just the one time? From what I remember. Oh. Yeah, I had it twice. Hey. And both times I call it a four day inconvenience in my life. Yeah. Like I still worked, I was still doing everything. Like I just had to be inside. Um, but it was just more of like an inconvenience I've had. Uh, I feel very bad for those that it wasn't an inconvenience and it was a horrible sickness. But fortunately for me, it was, you know, the, the second time was actually easier, less bad than the first time. Um, but yeah, it's just been kind of a crazy past few years, man. It's been. So let's kind of talk about COVID's over. It's, it's you know, I mean, it's still a part of our lives. It's now part of everything, but now it's the, the heightening of it's over. So let's talk about Legends and kind of where your role in Legends is now to this day. Because you're not you're not head coaching anymore, nope. but you are still coaching. Yep. Where so are I, you coaching? Here, I coach in Lehigh. Okay. Um, I coach, uh, just member coach. So it's just my two classes on Thursday afternoon. Um, but it was, it was, it was a total of two years between the two gyms, um, or, or, you know, all combined. I did about a year and four-ish months at Orem. And then I went up and, you know, eight-ish months at Sandy. And then, uh, I decided to go into nursing school. So that's what I'm in right now. And I finished that in December and get my RN license as well as my bachelor's of science of nursing uh, degree. So I went through an accelerated program. And while going through that, I reached out to Khan and I was like, hey, I'm 
living in Vineyard Orem area, I'd like to still coach if I can. And so then he brought me on as member coach. That's awesome. So, so tell me what kind of impact is Legends just in this short time that you've been a part of it? Because three years is not very long. Sure. But a lot can happen in three years. What yeah. kind of impact has Legends had just on you as a person? Legends has been very impactful in a few different ways. First, seeing the members. You mentioned Bridget. Mm -hmm. Seeing her going from Founders Club member to a member coach right as I was leaving Orem to a head coach of uh, Bountiful and then now to being a I think full-time mom mm -hmm. and at least definitely for now with the brand new child yeah. um, it, it you just see this progression of people's lives that you don't normally see as a coworker, as a friend even as a head coach you really get that opportunity to really inspire but also be inspired by the members that walk through the doors um, we see people from all walks of life walking in that need maybe just a confidence boost. There were multiple teenagers that were being bullied up in Sandy and I had multiple of those kids walk in and all they wanted to do was gain confidence. Great. Let's hit a bag. I had some people, obviously I want to lose weight. Great. Let's hit a bag. It, it all came down to the same thing. Legends was so impactful to their lives and because I was able to sort of be that funnel of hey I'm just here to coach and I'm just here to be you know something to help lift you hopefully in your day bad day come hit a bag hopefully your day is now a little bit better you can give me knuckles as you walk out the door and we're a little bit happier today whatever I can do is that as that funnel I was I was glad to be it so that truly has been what has inspired me is seeing the change in people's lives which ultimately obviously affects my own. That's great. Um, didn't you just recently get married? I did. Yes. Let's did talk about married. that. <laughs> uh, when did that happen? May 5th. May 5th. Congratulations. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. That was very, very short time ago. Just it was. two months ago. Yeah, we were... Where did you guys meet? At Legends. Wow. <laughs> I'm kind of queuing this up. If you guys can hear, I kind of know this. I'm letting him kind of talk about it. So take away. Tell so, me about it. Yeah. Uh, Kenzie is my wife. Um, uh, introduce her because there's, there's hundreds of thousands of people that are not from Utah that are listening to this true. right now that have no reference to anything you're talking about. So going back a little bit, if you guys are wondering what DI is, it stands for Deseret Industries. <laughs> and for those outside of Utah, oh, it would yeah. be similar to like the Salvation Army. Yep. Salvation so, Army. Kenzie. Kenzie. Um, yeah, so so going back, um, I was head coaching in Orm. Absolutely loved it. Um, I was actually living with another Lehigh member, a family. Uh, you had them on, Chris Stein. Mm -hmm. So Chris and Sonia, I was actually living with them, coaching at Orm, doing my normal single thing, you know, going on dates. And uh, Kenzie was a member there, and I had a – very strict rule, in all honesty, in Orem, because it was a lot of college students. I was like, I don't want this to become some type of meat market. This isn't mm -hmm. what this is for. It's a boxing gym. So I want everyone to feel safe. I want everyone to feel like they can come do their workout, like they're not just going to be hit on, right? Just come enjoy your workout. So I said, no, no asking people out in the gym. If you want to do that, you go outside into the parking lot. You can do whatever you want. But inside the gym, it's safe. I followed my own rule. 
<laughs> so I didn't ever ask Kenzie out <laughs> um, until I left Orem and uh, became the head coach at Sandy. So I had had discussions with uh, the owners up there and um, Cassie and ended up heading up to Sandy. And immediately after that, probably about a week, maybe a week and a half, I reached back out to um, a now member coach. So I had made her a member coach just because I needed member coaches. And she actually boxed at Lehigh mm -hmm. many, many years ago with you and mm -hmm. everyone else. So she was here for a year back when she was in high schoolish area time. So she had some experience. So that's why I got her on as a member co coach, not just because I thought she was cute or anything else. Like I really thought, okay, she's got some experience. That'll be good. And she's a soccer player. She was a soccer player at UVU. So she had the athleticism. I was like, great. Member coach. I had a nice, great team of member coaches down there. Absolutely loved every single one of them. Uh, they were such a benefit to me. Obviously, Kenzie was attractive. And so by the time that I left, I said, you know what? I'm going to ask her out. So I did. And at first. Did you go to the parking lot? Or did you? Luckily, I was gone. I was already a head coach at Sandy, so I never had to go back in and ask her inside oh, the gym. Okay. Um, but we did. Uh, we went out. We went out on a date uh, to an OUR concert. Uh, Rise up, who I know Legends is now sort of combined with a little bit with OUR raps and things like that. But we ended up going there, and uh, after that, we just kept going on dates every once in a while. We had a little time that we didn't talk for about a month, and then. All of a sudden, in November of 2021, don't forget these things. I'm not going to forget these <laughs> things. I'm pretty sure it was November. It was it was Thanksgiving weekend of 2021 that we sort of made things official, and then from there, it just was a year plus of dating, and now we're married. When did you propose? December 18th, 2022. Yep, 2022. So I'm testing him, Kenzie. <laughs> um, <laughs> And you're you May what did you say it was May fifth May fifth so it was about six months of engagement so and that's Cinco de Mayo that was that is Cinco de Mayo yeah. <laughs> okay it was, it was a good it was <laughs> hey it was fun hey wow hey rock it on Easy. where'd you guys get married Walker Farms it was here in Pleasant Grove here in Utah Pleasant yeah. Grove Utah yeah. well congratulations thank man. you that's pretty freaking awesome so, so I think. I'm going to like, this is a totally fabricated number here, but I'm going to go off and, and assume and say, you guys are like, I think number 12. Oh, easily. Easily. I think number 12. If we want to look at everyone that's, that has become a, a couple because of legends, right? We have our head coach in Lehigh who's dating someone and they sort of met with you're me. talking about kylan i'm talking about the kylan yeah you're talking about the kylan, kylan withers yes and the and brooke and the brooke Huntsman. yeah yes yes yep who are engaged now congratulations right. them we have sinjin and berkeley mm -hmm. also married uh alex and um oh my goodness i just blakely right they're now engaged mm -hmm. it, it it's easily legends is not only a boxing gym but it put could possibly be where you meet your future spouse. It's totally possible. It's totally possible. I, I don't mean, want we're it not to, I don't want it to be that. This, this that. That's why I made is. the rule. But <laughs> my wife and I met, we're the very first. We're the first couple that got go. together See? because of Legends Boxing. So, um, yeah, it's 
you know, what I think it is, 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 you know, going back to our core values, it really just goes back to those three words, our yeah. belong, our real and our results, right? Like, because you are a part of something, because it's a community of people that are all really becoming a family yeah. per se, right? Like, like there's so many relationships, just friendships that have been developed just because of the years of legends and what we do and, and the acceptance and the welcoming that we do is, is just people who are a part of legends. That's what makes us different. I really truly believe that's, that's where the tagline more than a workout came from because you can get a workout anywhere. You can go anywhere and get a workout, but you can't go anywhere and have your life changed to going, wow, I'm a hockey player. No, I'm a boxer. And now I'm a head coach and now I'm running gyms and I've been in multiple places. And now I'm married to the love of my life that we met in a boxing gym. Jeremy, coach Jeremy Tella, who's currently a yep. member coach in Orem, yep. met his wife inside the doors of Orem. I, I remember those two. They, they yeah. were not dating when I remembered them. And now they're married. And now they're married. Yeah. See, so, I mean, it's, it's, it is, if you allow it. If you go in and you start off with it being a boxing gym and then you allow it to turn into something more than just a boxing gym and more than just a workout, then it absolutely can change lives. Yeah. Um, and it has, and it's changed yours. It's changed mine for the the better for such, yeah, it's, it's changed it completely. And not only in my relationship, but like you said, it just has been able to take, it's been able to take something so raw where I just give myself to the gym and allow myself to be as real as possible, which mm-hmm. obviously goes back to that second core value, and show my true self, which then allows and attracts others, and their real self attracts others, and it just it, it really does become this family, and you don't you don't think it's okay. It's just a warm rec center where I go and you know do some chest press and do some pull ups, and no, it's it the legends becomes this place where you want to to hang out and to really engage with other people. You have fight nights where you go watch, uh, you know, the next fight, at least big one that I'm thinking of is like Spencer and Crawford. Mm -hmm. The end of July, I'm like, where am I going to be? Well, I know where I'm going to be. I'm going to be hanging out with Legends fam because that's where we're all going to be. We're just going to watch it and enjoy the time together and eat burgers and chips and watch the fight. So it really does. It, It gives you a community. I think that's a great word is Legends is not only a gym, it's a community. Absolutely. No, well said. Very well said. Now that you're talking about fighting, we'll we'll kind of end here with the fighting. Is there any of that in your future? <laughs> October 6th, you know, I'm just throwing that out there. There is a Legends fight night coming October 6th. No. no. Uh, the reason why is too many concussions from hockey growing up in through the college years and everything else. And uh, there's too big of a risk for me. So for me, there's no way I would probably step into a ring. It just... it. Even if I did never get hit, which that's not part of boxing, you always got to get hit. So it's better for me to preserve the brain for school, for family, and for life. So didn't you spar? I did spar until I don't spar anymore. <laughs> so I I did spar for a while and actually got my I don't even know what number of concussion it was, but I actually found out that I got one sparring a little while ago. So uh, however many years ago when I was up in Sandy. So from that point, I said. It's probably not the best for me. Sparring does not always, I should put a disclaimer in there. Sparring does not make you have concussions. It's not some scary thing. It's a lot of fun. It it helps you mentally. It helps you physically. There's there's so many great aspects of sparring. 
Um, but for me with my past, it's probably just not the best choice. Totally understandable. You got to take care of numero uno. Yeah. Number one. So yeah, no, dude, it's been, it's been a journey. It's for sure been a journey. It's been a ride. Um, Loved every moment. Yeah. I mean, and you're still a part of it and like, it's been said on our past episodes before, you know, once you're a part of the legends family, you're always a part of the legends family. And, you know, so it's still amazing to have you here, have you member coaching, have you being a part of it, um, having you be another addition to the legends relationships. Um, so here's to many more years of legends and many more years of happiness, man. I appreciate you being here. Thank you. Thanks for letting me on. Yeah.